What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode two of the Curio House podcast. My name is Craig Kuriokis. This is Merle. Hi, I'm Merle. (laughs) Just kidding. It's Mercedes. (laughs) So today we wanted to talk about five things that you should be doing as a new real estate agent, especially in this market, because let's face it, um, things are changing. Things are shifting. And that's okay. Getting, Getting shifty. It's getting shifty. (laughs) It is getting a little shifty, Um, but it's not the end of the world. And I want agents to understand that. And especially if you're a new agent um, or if you're thinking about coming into real estate, you might hear some people say it's not a good time or it's not the right time. Don't listen. Don't listen to them. Okay. Because let's, let's get real. If you are wanting to create a life of let's say financial freedom or just freedom in general, there's almost nothing better. I don't know anything better than real estate. You're able to generate a healthy income. Um, you run your own schedule. Yep. You are your own brand. Um, I mean, you're, you're a self-sustained business or you're, well, <laughs> well or I was, I'm talking, saying well to create your own schedule because well. especially at first you kind of just you can create your own schedule, but you do work every day. You do work every day. That's true. And I think the the idea is after, let's say after five years, maybe, or maybe 10 years, I think that's the point where you're really like, you have enough yeah. established business where you can make up your own schedule. And hopefully you've got like all of the pillars in place at that point that you don't need to like actively right. get out. Hopefully and like, you have help. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But okay, so five things that you should be doing as a new realtor. Uh, If you're not already licensed, the first thing is you should get licensed. Get licensed. Get licensed. So how did you get licensed, Mercedes? Um, And and what? Save your money. (laughs) Save your money. I have no idea how expensive it was going to be. We can get into that later. But I took the course through the CE shop. Bo sent me the link. I think Exit partnered up with them, actually. Yes. Which is awesome. But I found it to be amazing. Yeah. What was what was amazing about it? Well, it's easy to go through as far as, like, it tracked the percentage and it quizzed you, which I'm sure they all do that. But at the end, and I don't – I've only taken one, so I can't speak on it. But at the end, it had a really great supplemental part that wasn't – it wasn't part of the course. Like I finished the course. Hello. And oh. then it had tests that I could take to prepare me. Oh yeah. Practice tests. Yeah. But okay. it, if I didn't have those, I think I would have totally failed yeah. my test. You would have bombed. Yeah. But you passed it the first time. 86. Hey. I'm bragging about it. <laughs> well, and you should. I was panicked. What's you the minimum? Google it. I think the minimum is like a 70, yeah. 70 or 75. But right. if you Google it, it says only 55% of people pass it on the first try. That's scary. That is scary. And I'm just. Well, and you know what's a scarier number is 90% of people that get into real estate sales fail. will fail in their first year. Yeah. That's a scary freaky. number. Freaky. And you're just like, oh my gosh. So if you think about it, you've got a 10% chance and I've of. Been a- making it in real estate. Yeah. And you just have to go to a testing center to take the test. Once you finish the course, you have to schedule it. You will actually have to get a background check. You do fingerprints and then you can schedule the, you have to apply to take the test (laughs) 
first off. Then they get back with you within a couple of days. Well, it took mine like a week for my background check. And then you go apply. Then you have to go to a testing center, which I hadn't been in a testing center in 10 years. Yeah. So there's anxiety around that. You got to you gotta put your headphones on. Oh, yeah. A guy was like whispering the questions to him across the room, like reading, reading them out loud. He's like, what was it? Yeah, and meanwhile, Dude. the testing center's like freezing, Aww. and yours wasn't? Mine was. It, it was ice cold freezing. in there, because you're always sweating. I, <laughs> dang it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, not really. But. No, I'm, I'm usually always sweating. Um, But, <laughs> but uh, that was anxiety-producing, and, you know, living in Guthrie, like, everyone knew I was taking the test I was taking it, so it was pretty yeah. scary, but... I passed. You're done. 86. And then you have to sign up for a lot of stuff. I mean, there's a lot of steps after you get your license. Yeah. That's, you pass your test. That's when you, you get the keys to the kingdom. Yeah. Then you have to sign up with the board and the, I mean, there's, it was crazy. There's a big to-do list. There's a big to-do list. Yeah. That was kind of overwhelming. So after, well, I guess the first step is getting licensed. Yes. Um, but... And sort of while, brokerage. yeah, while you're doing that, you need to be shopping for a brokerage. Right. Um, you had pretty much already decided that you were going to go with Exit, right. I, I think. But not everybody knows about Exit. Not everyone knows like what brokerage to join or why. And so um, coming into, or, or rather, yeah, coming into the real estate industry, if you're shopping for a brokerage, a uh, few things that I think you should be looking for. One, uh, I, I'm a big believer that your vibe attracts your tribe, right? So, I know you've already said that on this. <laughs> Why don't you say how you found Exit? Uh, well, because I actually found it the same way you did. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but I think that's yeah, that's probably that might be the way that most people end up finding their brokerage rather than like shopping and interviewing for brokerages. They probably know someone that mm -hmm. like is already at that brokerage. So I bought my house from Krista. Oh, really? Yes. She had, that's why Krista's in all of this. Yes. <laughs> so, um, and, and so for any of you that don't know, Krista is an agent at our office. Um, her and her husband, Bo own the brokerage with Veda and, um, she has, an incredible book of business. Uh, she has built it up over, I think, eight or nine years. I've had her on the podcast and um, she's she's fantastic. She's awesome. She really is. And she is so giving and generous with helping new agents get started. Um, you know, she lets them hold her houses open and just very supportive. Um, but that's, that's how I found Exit. Okay. I bought my house from Krista and I had already been planning for a while to get into real estate and uh, so once I started learning about the value propositions at Exit, I was just sold. I, yeah. I was done. I think I actually only went and met and talked with them like once about real estate. And I was. It's in. just a feeling. Yeah. hundred percent. Even just from other jobs, even though it's so totally different from anything I've done in the past, you can just tell if you're going to get along with the people or not. Yes. And, and pretty much that's how I choose things. I feel like. Well, it's, if I don't like, you like the people like that I'm around, then it's going to be like not going to. Not going to be a good fit. Yeah. Well, okay. So, and, and if you're shopping for a brokerage and you're wondering what kind of questions to ask, um, here's a couple of things you should be thinking about. One, like what's the culture like? Are, because at, uh, at most brokerages now, um, a lot of people are very independent and, and real estate is a very independent, 
um, sort of job. Like you're by yourself a lot. Very right? much so. But I think you also want to find an office where people are available. Like the leadership is available um, if you have questions or you need help or you're writing your first contract or whatever it is. You, you want leadership to be available, right? Yep. Um, I think you also want to be in a culture that um, promotes, um, like, uh, what am I trying to say? A healthy culture. A healthy you don't, culture where it's not ultra competitive. Yeah, and like cutthroat and people like walking over people. Like whispering about their deals going on because they don't want you to. Yeah. I don't know. You don't, you don't want that toxic culture going on at work at all. Like you want to be in a place where everyone wants you to succeed. Everyone's rooting for you. Yeah. Because here's the thing there, that, that sort of like cutthroat competitive thing is I think uh, like rooted in a fear mindset. It's like, I need that business so you can't have it or, you know, that, that jealousy or whatever it is. Yeah. I think that there's more than enough market share for everyone. Um, It benefits everybody. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So, okay, so culture, um, leadership, technology is another thing, and that's something big at Exit. Yes. So what did you find technology-wise at Exit that you liked? I think their website's great. The way that they have everybody's bios, and then you just click on their name, you can see all of their listings, you can see reviews, you can see anything about... It's just nice landing page, per se. So. Okay. What did you think of the mobile business card? I we'll use that thing all the time. Mobile business card is amazing. Thing. You just pull it up, people can scan it and download everything. Yep. And save it to their contacts just like that. So if you're watching, let me let me show you. This is what we do. So we have a QR code on our phone and we literally just pull that up. I think I have mine as you can scan it. There you go. <laughs> and then you've got our, our information. Uh, and it's really cool. So one of the things, you know, everyone's real, always fascinated by it too. What? They love it. And when it comes up on the other end, it's got your picture there and it has your name. And then when they click it, you can call me, email me, text me, yeah, download me, view my website, <laughs> download me, <laughs> download my car. <laughs> you guys know what I mean. So technology is super important. Um, there's a lot of things that, uh, that exit offers that other brokerages maybe don't like smart sign technology is another one yeah because without that stuff you'd have to go make your own website yeah pay for your own stuff i mean real estate's expensive as it is getting started so if you had to go pay somebody to give you or or make your own website i don't even know what mine would have turned out looking like (laughs) amateur amateur hour horrifyingly (laughs) simple so once you decide on the brokerage Mm -hmm. um and then you've you've joined the brokerage. Now you're like in it, and right? Then what? what? Yeah. And then you ask yourself, now what? Now what? And <laughs> so kidding. that's the scary part because you get into this like business of being self-employed. Your paycheck is literally dependent on you selling a house, and you're like, okay, I know where the houses are. <laughs> But where are the people that buy them? Right. You know, you don't know. And so that's that's the scary thing when you're coming into real estate. And and it's another reason that the culture and the brokerage you choose is so important um, because you, you want to be put in or you want to put yourself in a situation where you're going to thrive. Um, but the next most important thing is make a business plan. 
you, uh, I like to use Earl Nightingale's uh, analogy about a ship without <laughs> a ship without a plan. So uh, he talks about uh, you could ask any captain on any ship what the next port of call is, and he would be able to tell you with no hesitation the ship's destination. Right. Okay. And <laughs> sure. <laughs> and you liken that to your plan in real estate. So you want to have a plan. You want to know where you're going and how you're going to get there. And so I think the second thing you should do after you find a brokerage is make a business plan. All right. So you want to connect the dots between the actions that you need to do on a daily basis mm-hmm. and the end result, which is you selling houses. Yeah. So and that's confusing if you've never done one. <laughs> but Craig helped me. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah. Well, and it's something that you need to do. And again, like exits culture fosters that. Like right. And also with us being on a team, I want to know like what your goals are. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think you should know what my goals are. And we should be working to achieve those together. And I think there's magic in the idea of like, let's do this. Right. You know, so now you're not just out by yourself and it's scary and everything. Now you're working with someone, you know, you're teaming up, you're going out and doing it together. Yeah. I think it makes it a lot easier. I feel, I mean, I'm a fairly confident person that to begin with, but if being in a new field, you're trying to approach a buyer or a seller and you're just like, Hey, <laughs> I've been doing this for six weeks, but it feels better being able to be like, Hey, I'm on this team. I have great support. I'm part of this great brokerage. It just, gives you a little bit more emphasis behind, you know, what you're saying and, and the services you're bringing to them. And, and yeah, some additional confidence too. Yeah. You know that if you don't have the answer, you can just pick up the phone and get it. Exactly. Yeah. That's like the key to, well, key in any job, but in real estate a lot, I mean, I'm not going to have the answer most of the time, especially starting out. So being able to know that I can call you, Bo, Krista, Veda, whoever, and one of y'all are going to pick up and I can have the answer for a client pretty much instantly. It's yeah, great. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so also, I think in addition to making a business plan, you need to decide how far in you're going. And what I mean is, are you going full time? Or like, is this how you're going to pay your bills? Mm-hmm. Or are you... Um, you know, going to go in part-time, kind of help out friends and family as those people have a need, you know, what's, what's your level of in mine was burn the boats. And so, um, when I got into real estate, uh, I literally, (laughs) I've never heard anyone say that. Oh, hold up. You burn the boat, burn the boats. (laughs) Aiden, she's never heard burn the boats. Okay. Wait, we need to back up. What Burn is, the boats. All right. So I, mean, I get the concept, but I've just never heard anyone say it. Okay. So it goes back to this, uh, this there's Spanish quote coming. Well, it's a story. It's an anecdote, okay. but there's this Spanish armada that was, I forget what the land was that they were taking. Um, but they basically get to this like Island or this land <clears throat> and they get on their little dinghies. Right. And all the <laughs> knew that was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> they get on their dinghies and they go to shore and then the captain gives the order for the men to burn the boats. So they can't go back. So they can't go back. And the idea was they were going to fight, you know, bigger force. They were on the shore. They're trying to take the land. And if there was a method to retreat, 
then the men would not fight as fiercely. And so the idea is if you need to succeed, you burn the fucking boats. I get it. I get the concept. (laughs) So that's what I had to do because I literally went and bought a house and then quit my job and then got licensed. (laughs) And then I had to go find out how to do this. And it took me six months to close a deal. Panic. A major panic. Yeah. Um, And so in addition to like making a business plan, you should also plan your savings. I. That's very important. Don't just being in it full time. I can't imagine doing it part time. I don't know. Personally. I mean, I've heard of people doing it, but it'll probably be years before I sell a house to one of my friends and family. (laughs) I feel like it's all going to be new people I'm meeting because. Right. I mean, and half the time they probably won't even use me. (laughs) Hopefully they will. But there's always a chance that they use somebody else. That's true. So anyways, Uh, part time seems like it would be hard. I always say there's two buckets of people in this world. There's the people you know and the people you don't know. And there's a lot more people that you don't know. Exactly. So, (laughs) (laughs) exactly. So, next thing, show up consistently. Yes. Okay? So, if you're going into real estate full time and you want to earn a living and build a business, you have to show up consistently. You have to show up and do the things. Just because you're making your own schedule doesn't mean sleep until 10 every day. Exactly. Like. And then don't go into the office, don't do anything. Well, and that goes back to culture, right? Yeah. Because if your brokerage doesn't foster that culture where people do go to the office and like do that, mm-hmm. then. I mean, what are you going to do sitting in your house? You're not going to meet anybody sitting in your house. No. Well, and okay, everyone's different, but I did the home office thing for a while and it was hard for me to separate work from home. And so what I found was, and I'm naturally a workaholic anyway, but I found that I would work all the time, just all the time. Yeah. And, um, I was also super distracted because I'd be sitting in the office and I'd hear the dogs barking or, you know, like I would, I don't know, feel like I need to take the trash out. I need to clean counters. I need, you know, sidetracked by a million and one things. I can't stop eating when I'm home. And there's that too. (laughs) Yeah. But, and so for me, the answer was get in the office Yeah. and just work. Right. Um, but showing up consistently is super important <laughs> because it's easy as a realtor to get sidetracked. Let's say you close a transaction for someone, you're getting a, you know, five or $6,000 check and you're like, cool. You know, I, I earned this. <laughs> yeah. Vacation. Let me relax for a little bit. Oh, I had to work so hard the last couple of weeks. Like, let me take some time off. And all of those things are so tempting, but you have to constantly be looking three months out. Well, yeah, because it might take three months to, for you to get paid again. Exactly. And so... You should already be working. You're working for the next three months. Right. Yeah, exactly. And so uh, it's important to just get consistent and to realize that it's boring and it's okay. You feel like you need to elaborate. I do need That's to elaborate. boring. So the things that you do on a regular basis are boring and it's okay. Like as a realtor, cause so the majority of your time is you're like making it. Maybe you, I still think it's exciting cause it's new to me. 
Yeah. Well, and it is exciting, but the things that you do on a regular basis, I feel Monotonous. like are Monotonous. You're like responding to emails, you're yes. reading documents, you're looking through inspections, you're, um, you know, putting together contracts, you're making phone calls. These aren't like super exciting things. No, no, I suppose not. <laughs> but there are things that have to be done and that is the business, right? And so okay. it's just important, I think, to accept that it's not always going to be super fun. Oh, yeah. You're not closing. Well, you're not closing deals every day yet. So you got to yeah. do the work in the meantime. Yeah, exactly. And um, and so that leads me to the next point, which is detach from the outcome. Oh, yeah. OK, that is super hard for people to do because you you want to judge the success of a day based on your harvest, right? Like, so what did I do today? Or like, what, what did I get out of the day? And in real estate, that's not the case. Like Mm -hmm. you're not winning every day. Like you said, you're not closing houses every day. So how do you stay consistent when you're not getting the reward? Yeah. I guess you just have to revert back to like what your business plan is and just keep following it. Otherwise, if you don't stay consistent and do stuff every day, then you're never going to get anywhere. Yeah. You just keep hammering. It's like going to the gym. Exactly. You just got to keep swimming. <laughs> okay, Dory. I'm not going to sing. I told you I wasn't going to sing. I almost did. <laughs> I just, I almost did. Just I now. stopped just myself because I cannot. Just keep swimming. Hold a note. Freya keeps rubbing on my feet. I don't know what it is about shoes. She loves them. Okay. They want to just rub up against something. <sighs> so annoying. Uh, <laughs> so detach from the outcome. It is incredibly important to completely detach. There are actions that you need to take on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis. And as long as you are doing those, and like you said, reverting back to your business plan, staying consistent, the results will come. Right. So you can't, you know, if you have a bad week or a bad day or even a bad month, you can't be like, oh, that's, that's it. You know, like this isn't meant to be, let me go back to my job. Let me For do this. For example, yourself. Tell you. Well, because you say you closed, what, 25 houses in your first year? Yes. But that was within, after six, six months, months of not doing anything. <laughs> so, or and, not, not saying, you didn't do anything for six months. You oh, were no, doing I stuff was, every day for six months without having an outcome. Yeah, with no results. And that was like excruciating for me because it was 2021 that I was like really getting going. And you know, you're hearing from everyone around you that the real estate market is on fire and real estate agents are making more money than they ever have in history. And, you know, just all of these things. And I'm like, Not me. can I just get a paycheck? <laughs> My mortgage is due. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I am having problems. And uh, it literally took me six months to close one transaction. Yeah. But then from month six to month 12, I closed 25. That's crazy. Yeah. But... That all came from the first six months, right? you know? And so in my mind, I had to shift my perspective because I was doing the things I was, I was working, but I just wasn't seeing the paycheck for six months. Yeah. So, but I'll tell you what, the amazing thing was after that, that first six months was the hardest. And then after that, it just like, I, I got the momentum and then it just started working. Yeah. But how were you feeling in like month five trying to like meet? Was, How did you make I yourself not smell like you were 
in dire need. No, I, I would wake up and cry and then drink my coffee and then I would get, get on. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I, honestly, it's, it was hard. You know, like I had, I had a little bit of money saved up. Um, but what I was seeing was that money was like getting spent and yeah. I didn't have any coming in. And so it was just scary seeing your savings dwindle down. I think at, at my lowest, I think I had maybe like $500 in my savings and we were probably like overdrawn $400. <laughs> it was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, yeah. you I got mean, nothing. the dues are not cheap when you start out and then no. you want to pay for your open house stuff and everything. Every app you use is like a subscription. And yes, it's not I cheap. Mean, here's her, he's heard me complain. I'm like, Oh, and that's a month (laughs) yeah that adds up but but yeah it if you just stick with it I think I mean I'm coaching myself that because I know I need to do it myself but um but you always have have to do an off day every now and then right a lighter day 100% so you don't burn yourself out in those six months before you make money well so I'm a big believer that I'm always on right yeah so I'm I'm always working but I have lighter times. Yeah. So like, for instance, uh, Friday afternoon, mm-hmm. I'm going to knock this thing over. Friday afternoon, you know, we at like maybe, what was that, like three o'clock or something. It was sort of drizzling outside. We were going to go do some door knocking, but it, the weather kind of sucked. Right. And so we were like, you know what, let's kind of take the afternoon off. And that's good for your mental health. It is good for your mental health. And I still got some phone calls later that afternoon and that's fine. You know, you've got, you're running a business. You have to be available. But uh, it's good to like check out for a little bit. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll be one of the 90% of people that don't make it. <laughs> exactly. Probably. I'm going to be one of the 10% that do. Exactly. Um, and so on that note. Um, get through your list. No, we've got, we've got one more actually. Oh, okay. So that was, that was number four. Number five is you have to be your biggest fan. <laughs> you got to be your biggest cheerleader and it it's okay. I think it took me a long time to get out of my shell. Actually, I'm still trying to get out of my shell. It's hard. <laughs> you have to tell everybody multiple times what you're doing. Yeah. There's a well, button that's loose on this chair. Is it bothering you? I just keep messing with it. I'm afraid I'm going to rip it you're off. <laughs> I need to like put my hands over here. <laughs> just like hold your hands up okay <laughs> actually I put self tanner on yesterday so my hands are orange gosh um which is funny because I'm wearing a full sweater today so there's no point for that but yeah anyways what were you saying oh cheerleader you gotta be your biggest cheerleader yes yeah so I think one of the one of the big things that uh that I really believe is something Mel Robbins said and here's that another quote folks it no one's coming. No one's coming. No one's coming to no do one this for you. No one will save you. No one's going to save you. <laughs> no one's going to make your calls for you. No, no one's going to go knock on doors for you. No one's going to market for you. No one's going to. No one's going to do no you. No one's going to know you're a real estate agent unless you tell them. Exactly. And so you have to take responsibility for your business. Yeah. And so in addition to like going out and actually doing the things and doing them consistently, you've got to get out of your own way. Post about it, message people about it, call people about it. Yeah. Uh, Post about it some more. (laughs) Yeah. And then do it again the next day and the next day and the next day. And you just keep doing it. I feel like I'm not even posting that much and I was kind of scared I was being annoying. 
but I've had multiple friends and now just yesterday, somebody that I don't even know from Florida tell me that they liked the stuff I was posting. That's so awesome. it's kind of a nice little piece of encouragement. Yeah. But well, so did you feel self-conscious when you were transitioning into real estate and you were like trying to be your cheerleader and you're like putting yourself out there? It's kind of like you don't want to do you feel like you're being cheesy kind of at first. You're like, got my license and now you're posting about it all the time when in, I wasn't posting a bunch on social media. I mean, normal stuff, you know, that you yeah. got coffee that day or something. But now I was trying to find a way and I that still am trying coffee. to find a way where I'm not like, I don't know. I want to tell everybody about it. I want to tell people what I'm doing, but I don't really want to come across not authentic and not be myself. So I'm trying okay. to find a balance in that, but also remind people every day that I'm a real <laughs> estate agent at the same time. So, um, I think I'm working on it. I actually think you're doing a great job and you've encouraged me to be a little bit more active, like on, on my stories and stuff like that. And yeah. so, um, one of my things is uh, for some reason I can like sit and do a podcast or have a conversation and, uh, and it's fine. But if I'm holding the phone in front of me, that's when I'm like, <laughs> what do I say? That's so funny. Cause I'm the opposite. Although I do probably record a video like at least once or twice sometimes. Cause I'll flub a word or yeah. I'm like, mm, maybe I don't want to post this where I'm cussing. I yeah. don't know. I mean, I will, but. Well, so again, I, I, I do curse. I do. I, well, curse I do. Curse or cuss? I, cuss. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't said one yet. Hey, cuz. Cuz. <laughs> I don't know. But okay, so Gary V talks about cursing. I and thought cursing was taking the Lord's name in vain. Is it? I don't know. That's what uh, I grew up. We're getting in the weeds. <laughs> That's what we do here. <laughs> Gary V. <laughs> Break out the trimmers. <laughs> I'm the weed Whoa. whacker. The weed whacker. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Quick story. Uh oh. Well, can I tell it? About I don't know. How, what is the story? Oh, I don't know. How the guy told me um, that instead of saw that they planted Oh, seed. my gosh. Okay, yeah. So I was asking this guy who's finishing this house for my client if he was going to still order saw it and, and put it down. And he's like, well, you know, when we started building, we planted a bunch of Bermuda seed. And <laughs> I think it's really going to grow like crazy in the spring. It's going to take off. It's going to take off. And when I told well, Bo that, he was like, oh, man, He's like, get, get your lawnmowers ready. It's like, Dude, you've just dug up the whole yard. It's not going to grow. Yeah. Nothing's growing there. Nothing. Nothing's growing. No. And so. Crack me up. And this is it's gonna even more funny. Now, but. Well, they were supposed to do sod in the beginning. Like it was it was well, a thing. It's a little expensive. Yeah. He's like, well, sod's pretty expensive. We planted some Bermuda. Like. It doesn't like, work like that. November. Yeah. I mean, no, it's not. It's October. It's, uh, it's just October. October just started. I'm sorry. Oh, wait, I'm ahead of myself. Almost in the middle. Anyway, we're still in the weeds. Okay. Well, back on track. Yeah. But your big post on social media. But to, to her point, um, it is incredibly important to make sure that builders and sellers alike hold up their end of the bargain. So if they say that they're going to put sod down, they need to put sod down and not plant Bermuda months before. Yeah. And also, you know what? I call BS because if they planted Bermuda, it way would have back already then, been growing, right? It would be, yeah, it would be growing. We would see it sprouted. I know. And that lot is all dirt. 
Exactly. Well, so I might try, I'm gonna tr- this will be like a stretch, but I'm trying to tie this back together because okay. I felt like I've asked you multiple times for specifically for this client and like following up with things that are happening with this deal. I'm like, am I being annoying? Am I being annoying? And it's like, no, you have to do these things. Like you have to return the, like call them again if they didn't call you. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm afraid I'm like, am I calling them too many times? Am I asking this question too many times? And you're like, nope, that's what you have to do. And same thing with social media. You're like, am I being annoying? It's like really like, okay, there's going to be probably a handful of people that are like, oh, this girl's posting every day. Maybe they won't check your story every time. I don't know. But they're, you're, maybe you'll reach somebody new every day. That's true. That's a good point. Somebody new might be following you or some, I don't know. So, or some people don't check their stuff every day. So you need, if you don't post every day, then someone might not see it. Here's where the shift in my brain happened. When you came to exit and you said that you had been watching the podcast or listening to the podcast. Yeah. And you were like, there were a few times where you had talked about specific things that were said with like Aaron Lassiter or Sean or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, that's how this all works is you produce this content that has value and people consume it at different times, right? Like the content is always there. <laughs> Sorry. I know it's so elementary. <laughs> no, I was just thinking about the night before I was supposed to come meet you and Bo. I was like so nervous. Were you? Nervous to meet you. Oh god! Which is funny now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, it is funny. So I was like, I woke up at like 5 a.m. I like for some reason I couldn't sleep. I was like listening to y'all's podcast. So I could learn like who you were. <laughs> That's another cool thing though, is that people get to know who you are. Yeah, I love that. Oh my! So gosh, they can like I will not stop watering. Okay, note to self: don't give Merle that much caffeine in the morning. I think it's just my allergies. Oh, is it? But I have had a lot of caffeine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, wait, what were we just saying? Oh yeah. Um, listening to pod- your podcast, the podcast. And like, so the point that I was just trying to make was, um, people <laughs> like trying to get back there. You were saying <laughs> that you got some sort of idea about it when I started talking about that was things the, I heard on your podcast. That was like the aha. I was like that it's working. Like that's why I'm doing the podcast. Right. And so, um, anyway, I'm, I'm excited that we're doing it. I'm excited that you're joining me. I'm pumped. It's nice to to do one. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) And it's, it's super fun. It's, it's cool to like sit down and carve time out for these conversations and like help people learn how to be a real estate agent. Yeah. So any closing tips for people looking to get into real estate based on your experience these last couple months? I think probably out of all of the steps we went through, the, probably the most important one is just finding a brokerage that you feel like you're going to have somebody that helps you at. Okay. Cause I don't think I would be, I think I would have already almost like halfway given up if I didn't have help. Yeah. Six weeks in, I would have been like this freaking stinks. Like, yeah, I mean, you don't know what to do. I even, this is like, might be way too far off but I was dental assistant in fly around Texas um for a great office for three and a half years before I moved to Houston and I worked for uh got another job at even a bigger office and even though I've been doing that for like three and a half years I know how to be a dental assistant nobody trained me when I got to that office because they just assumed I knew what I was doing I hated every minute of it really yeah 
because I don't know where stuff is. It was just like a whole thing. So I can't imagine not knowing what I was doing. And again, I, and I talked with other people that worked there and like, yeah, I didn't get trained. I just had to like figure it out. It's that sink or swim thing. Right. I don't like that. I don't function well. I need someone. Jeez. I think, um, I don't understand places that don't help people. I just don't get it. And I don't vibe with people that don't want to have that. Cause once I know what I'm doing, I'm going to want to help other people too. Yeah. And I'm, I'm the same way. And I think that's why, like, I was so eager to start doing a podcast and I, I have a little bit of the like teacher thing. Like I want to help teach people and coach people. And this is one way to do it. And, you know, another way is like what we're doing at work with the team. Uh, we've got another agent who's coming in from outside the company I'm hot. Oh, <laughs> I was like, what are we doing over there? <laughs> this is the only thing I'm trying to go cool myself down. No sudden movement. I'm like, is this a video? <laughs> <laughs> so we've got an agent who's coming in from another brokerage, and um, she actually got connected with us because of this, like because of the podcast. Oh, really? And because of like social media and everything, she saw us, liked the vibe. And called us and said, hey, like, can I come talk with you guys about Exit? Uh, We met at the office and talked a little bit about the company, the culture, and, you know, just what she was looking for. Mm -hmm. And uh, she starts with us next week, which is great. So she's not going to join the team right away. Uh, She wants to come in, experience the Exit culture, and kind of, you know, get used to the company first, which I think is a a smart idea. Um, But it'll give us the opportunity to kind of work with her, get her feet under her. What's interesting is she's been an agent for a couple of years, but um, hasn't been producing what I think she could be producing because she just hasn't had the right, I think, leadership and coaching yeah. around her. So it's good. I'm excited about it. I'm happy where I'm at. I yeah. I'd be more thankful that I, I, although I kind of fell into exit, just the way I like met Kristen and everything. I, like I always say, I feel lucky that I found exit. And didn't just join some, not Joe Schmo, but, you know, bigger company. I mean, Exit's huge, but you know what I mean. The big names. The big names. Yeah. Um, and then I would have may, maybe failed. Yeah. The the support cannot be understated. I just feel like it really promotes a, what's the right word? Like, education is like a big deal and people actually take the time to explain stuff to you instead of just being like, Oh yeah, it's this thing. Yeah. Go get that form. And you're like, I think that's because if you, uh, they say, uh, if you give a man a fish, he eats for a day, teach him how to fish, he eats for a lifetime. How many quotes is that now? Are we, I should start keeping a tally. It's at least three or four. I think it's three. We should, we should, I'm going to start start doing one. We'll have to like put it up on the screen. Like Craig's metaphors. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it's so true. It's in real estate as well. Like if you teach someone how to do these things or how to find the things or what documents they're going to use and why, Mm -hmm. well, then now they know. Right. Yeah. And my thought process with that is like some people, I think not at our company, but some people don't want to give away all of that because they want to be known as like the person that has all the information or whatever. But think about how much easier it makes your job like as a leader in a company to have other people under you that know everything that you know. Well, and it's just like, it's going to make you seem better too. Like 
I don't know how to word this right, but like we talk highly of Krista and Bo because they're helpful to us. If we were working under them, like as the, the, you know, Bo being our broker, but he's not somebody that we can go to for help. We wouldn't like talk him up or talk. I don't know. We wouldn't even be talking about him. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't know. I just think that it like benefits everybody as the group as a whole and it's going to be good. Yeah. It's already good, but it's going to be better. Well, and there are a lot of other reasons that if, if you were an agent looking to, uh, or rather if you're someone that's wanting to become an agent to choose exit, one of them I think is, um, exit gives you the freedom to brand yourself. Yeah. And that was big for me because, you know, I knew I wanted to create something. I knew I wanted to create, um, my own. Whoa. <laughs> was that? That was Rue's whistle. Oh, it sounds like um, the Hunger Games. That's exactly what it was. Okay. Oh, Rue's whistle. Okay, that was I Rue's forgot whistle. her name was Rue. I was uh, like, I'm glad I picked that up after like two notes. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, so that's our time for today. No. Okay. <laughs> no. Thank you for uh, tuning in. <laughs> thank you for tuning in. Um, I do want to say this real quick though, with Exit. So the there's a couple great things. Um, one is technology. Of course, we talked a little bit about that. The residual, I think is another thing that is amazing. It's a very powerful tool that I think not enough people know about. Um, but if you are a real estate agent, there's no plan for retirement, right? There's no 401k. You've got to manage all that stuff yourself. Um, also if you're in sales, you can't ever really take your foot off the gas you've got to constantly be working. Mm-hmm. Otherwise you don't get a paycheck. And these residuals are great because if I'm able to come in and, or rather bring other agents into the company and help them, you know, get going, get their feet under them, coach them, train them, like we're doing, you know, we're teaming up. Um, I, I didn't bring you into the company, but let's say I bring someone in, I get a bonus that's equivalent to 10% of what they produce. Right. So if they're getting a $6,000 check, I get a $600 check for nothing. And so uh, I can do that. For helping. Well, for helping, yes. (laughs) But I can do that up to 100 grand a year, which is pretty cool. So that's a very powerful tool. And that stays with you through retirement. So even after you're not um, actively practicing real estate, you still get a big portion of that. Who wants to join? (laughs) (laughs) If you are an agent who is at another brokerage and you're not happy or you're not getting the support that you need or that you want, uh, or if you're someone who's coming into real estate and you're shopping for brokerages or interviewing different people and exit sounds interesting, or if you just want to meet us because we're awesome, please connect with us. I'm Craig Kuriokis. I'm on Instagram, Craig Kuriokis, TikTok, Craig Kuriokis, YouTube, Craig Kuriokis. I'm Craig Kuriokis. You can find me anywhere. Look it up. Look at you need to spell your name? Maybe I should. <laughs> I'm Mercedes Simmons, and you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Instagram and TikTok are Mercedes underscore sells OKC, and Facebook's just Mercedes Simmons. And I want you to drop a comment below if you think that Mercedes should change all of her social media handles to Merle sells OKC. Please vote now. <laughs> Thanks so much, guys. We appreciate it, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye.